What's up, everybody? You know it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday because you're getting this music. Mm. <laughs> Welcome back to this wedded mess because life requires a lot of paper towels. This is Trish. I'll be your guide through the mess today. How's everybody doing? Oh, man. It's a loaded question. This is episode six of season two on your favorite podcast. And as always, we do appreciate you listening. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and keep up with us on Facebook and the Instagram. Some exciting news. This wedded mess has gone international. That's right. This wedded mess has become an international sensation with listeners in not only America, but Canada, Russia, and the Aussies. They're listening down under. Not my best accent, but you get it, right? You get it. And I'm breaking records. They are my own, but nonetheless impressive. Pretty excited. And I'm a realist, okay? Like, I get that maybe it was a fluke. Like, they accidentally hit a wrong button, and they were like, oh, what am I listening to this for? I meant to listen to something else. Or maybe they just dug the one episode they listened to. I, I don't know. But my system here that my podcast runs on, the host, their analytics can't be wrong. It's not like they're U.S. pollers, <laughs> vote ballot counters. They're legit. And they got this right. These numbers are rock solid. I'm international. I win. <laughs> Good stuff. So last time we were here, we were discussing Halloween, and I hope everyone had a great one. Doesn't that seem like years ago with the week we've had? <laughs> I went out on a limb. I assumed our Halloween was great. And I got to tell you, our Halloween was not great. It was freaking awesome. We did things a little different. My daughter suggested a scavenger hunt um, and to basically make up for what I viewed as a failure of myself, not buying them costumes because I didn't know if trick-or-treating was going to happen. And feeling like they were getting gypped two weeks ahead of Halloween agreed to this. And when the moment came, I was like, oh, I don't really want to do all this. Let me tell you something. It was the best thing we did. I got on Pinterest. I found a really kick-butt little template of clues, and I just printed them out. Went to the dollar store, got a bunch of stuff, got, got some candy, stuffed some rubber gloves, you know, with candy, and away we went to hiding things. I went to hiding things. They enjoyed it so much. I had so much fun watching them. It was probably 15 to 30 minutes worth of really fun, different excitement. They preferred it to trick-or-treating. And my daughter said it was the best Halloween she ever had. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. (laughs) Uh. So that was fun. We will definitely be doing more of these in the future. But I know some people did still do the trick-or-treating route. On the inside, I kind of felt sorry for you because you didn't have as much fun as we did. But, you know, it's okay. We live and we learn. I'm here to share. I'm just here to expand your world, you know? Like, I'm expanding the world with my international sensation status. You're welcome. All right, let's get to the elephant in the room. (laughs) Or donkey, or whatever you want to be. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, voting. Voting was much easier than I had anticipated, thankfully. I was I was very pleased with that. It all depends on where you are, because I know one of the precincts here locally were on an hour wait all day long, sometimes longer. 
us, we got in, we got out. The kids were able to come in with us. I was not aware of that. Yeah, the whole thing took us about 30 minutes. And uh, that was that was a positive. I hope you had a positive experience with the actual voting process. And uh, that's where the positive <laughs> kind of kind of ended, right? <laughs> because, so I am recording this on Friday, November 6th. I realize when this comes out Tuesday, <laughs> our whole picture of the way things are standing could be completely different uh, because things are changing hour by hour, moment to moment. This is not a political show in any way. I don't, I don't even want to go there, but I, I have to talk about this because it is literally what is happening. There are some solid gold memes out there going floating around on social media right now about this voting process and Kanye and the different states and it's solid gold. Can I just say, did I call it or what? As far as the the time it was going to take, there was no way we were going to find out a definitive answer the night of election and we can blame anything and everything on COVID. Come on. It's, it's something out of the twilight zone. You know who's doing too much right now? <laughs> Dead people. Dead people are doing too much because they are crawling out and forming themselves from the ashes to put their ballots in. And it's just, it's not fair. It's not fair. It, this is not even your lifetime you're voting on, guys. So get back down there or wherever you are. Quit just be dead. There's no elections in heaven, no tears in heaven, no elections in heaven. Just leave it to us sad mortals to figure this out and go rest in in your peace. (laughs) With all the back and forth and the razor thin margins that that are going on and the, the taking states off the table and putting them back on and recounting and stopping counting and all of that, nobody's thinking about the time change. <laughs> that happened too. I'm enjoying it thus far. Uh, I, you know, I usually kind of suffer a little bit with the, with the seasonal affective or what is it called? Seasonal affective disorder, whatever. It does make me sad. I think it stands for or the little thing. SADs. sad. I'm sad. No, but generally, I mean, I do every year seem to get a little, <sighs> when I'm making dinner in the dark or more accurately watching my husband make dinner in the dark. Uh, since he's been home, that's been so great. He's, he's home and he, he's a doer, man. He is not one of, one of those husbands that comes home and just sits down and chills. He comes home and he's getting dinner on the table and I got it made y'all. I got it made, but he loves me. So don't try to knock me off so you can get him. He loves me. I don't know why sometimes I am pretty weird. And as I've told you, I've shared a lot of not glamorous things about myself, but uh, he's into it. So back off. Okay. Got in the car Monday morning, which would have been the, what, November 2nd, flipping through the stations, Christmas music already on the station that goes to just 24 hours Christmas for like all of December. Well, they've bumped up their game because I guess they heard the rest of us were setting up Christmas trees in October and they were like, you know, let's give the people what they want. Let's throw these carols. It's jingle all the way. Mariah's all over Facebook and uh, it's Christmas. 
We are in the throes of the Christmas season now, apparently. And uh, it's official. It's stuck. Changes are being made. Radio stations are pumping the jingle bells. Let me say this. I absolutely love Christmas. It is my absolute favorite holiday. Now, it has become, it's kind of lessened since I've become a mother and all the work that goes into it, it's just it's just been brought down to more of a grounded, realistic level for me where before it was idealistic and, you know, th- tinsel everywhere and magic and snow and sugar plum Santa cookies. I'm more of a realist about it now, but I still absolutely love it. I can't, though, bring myself to set up a tree in October. I just can't because here's the thing. I don't want to set it up too early and get sick of it. You know, when you love a song and you play it so many times, two days later, somebody's like, oh, hey, I heard your favorite song. You're like, I'm over it now. It's annoying. Well, I don't want Christmas to be annoying because I did it too early. And then by Christmas, I'm like, ugh, can't wait to get all these decorations off so I can really dust my house again. Because Who cleans under all their decorations? You got that tinsel pretty meticulously set, right? So I don't see us like moving it around just to get a little bit of dust bunnies. I I think we'll probably go uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. That's going to be my early, my version of early. I'm starting to get in the mood. Just don't want to overdo it too fast, you know? I'd like to take this opportunity to make a recommendation to all you ladies out there. I tried for the first time the new, oh my gosh, I should have them here because I want to make sure I get the name right. I believe they're always, but they are the foam pads. I mean, we got memory foam mattresses. Now we have memory foam menstrual pads. But anywho, big fan, big fan of the foam. They are thin. I mean, some of these pads, I mean, it's like you are... You are riding double saddle, okay? You get the chafing happening after a few days. It's, oh, it's a bad situation. But these, these are great. They don't leak all over the, they're just bad. They're just so darn good. I need to work on a uh, sponsorship with those folks. I have a funny story about my daughter. She is eight. She will be nine next month. She's starting to develop. And in some shirts, it's more noticeable than others. Well, just so happens that her school shirts are one of the more noticeable things she wears. So when the school year started, I got her several sport bras. Very comfortable, nothing with even like the little plastic adjustable strap, nothing even with that because she's so, so picky about her her comfort and her clothes. She has all these super comfortable sports bras and I have put it now, it's on her little morning to-do list. She's going to get dressed and that must include a bra when she goes to school and I (laughs) she she's not digging this idea too much but to appease me and to be a good girl she is doing it and the first day she comes home she walks in the door and goes oh I've got to get this bra off (laughs) it was oh it was watching my daughter become a woman was amazing it was so glorious. And she even did the pull the arms in the shirt, get get everything all out of there without taking off the shirt. I mean, she's a pro. She's a pro. I mean, she has learned from the best. But 
I've talked before about how we've been decluttering the house. Holla, holla. We have finished decluttering inside our home. Now, there's still some stuff, like some sheds outside and stuff, but we're counting this victory, right? And it makes you very aware of how fast time flies. We're finding stuff that was, you know, from 10, 15 years ago, and it just doesn't seem that long. Feels like we used it last week, or these are papers from something that happened last week. It makes me understand why so many people have outdated homes, but they don't see them as outdated, or they don't, it doesn't occur to them that, wow, (laughs) it's 2020, we still have shag carpet. Because to some people, that is what was in when they bought the house, or that's what's always been there. Life gets busy and time moves on and all of a sudden everything you own is outdated. Like it was new to them and doesn't seem like it's been that long. We used to move around. Mark used to move around all the time. I used to move around all the time um, separately before we got together. And, you know, even after we got together, we lived in a couple different places for short periods of time. And we've never lived anywhere this long. But with moving around all the time, you don't have long enough to really accumulate too much. You're always cleaning out. You're always only taking what you need with you. Decluttering isn't a thing. But when you live somewhere a decade or more, and when that decade or more has included bringing home children from the hospital and them growing up in your home, things get crazy. Those closets start bursting. That attic, the floor starts kind of sinking. And at some point, it's it's time to clean out. So we've gone closet by closet, room by room, floor by floor, every nook and cranny of the house, every drawer, every cabinet, every everything. And we've downsized considerably. Now, I'll be the first to say, we could go harder. We could go harder if we needed to. But what we have cleared is a plenty. And this is why our garage sales look like a multi- family garage sale like a like a bunch of the houses on the street got together and we all just did it in my yard no it is literally all of our stuff actually I had somebody actually accuse me if you want to I mean she came at me like like aggressive with it so I guess she meant it as a insult but she was like well this is all obviously not from just your family like so what if it isn't first of all you're wrong but and and what does it matter I don't know. People get yucky. No, it's just ours. And uh, don't you judge me. Who are you? I don't need your judgment. And no, you cannot have that brand new dresser for $20. You will pay exactly half of the purchase price. (sighs) People at garage sales, oh, they turn it up. They get... (laughs) It's comical, the kind of bargains they they actually uh, ask for. You got to give it to them, though. I mean, it's you you don't know unless you try. And I like that. I, I, I dig that. But no, if something's marked $10, I'm not going to give it to you for two. Get out of here. Another thing, and I, this will just have to be a whole nother show, a whole nother day, but people on Facebook who sell stuff, whoa, or if you try to sell stuff on Facebook, yeah, you are going to, you're going to come across a lot of crazy when you get going in there, everybody's like, oh, just sell it on Facebook because I, I don't want to have a garage sale. They are physically demanding and you're up early and you hardly eat and it's just a, it's a whole thing. And you're trying to pay attention and be in 30 places at once and 
they're hard. They're hard. And it's just me and Mark. So anyway, uh, people say, well, just sell it on Facebook. I'm like, well, first of all, hmm, I'm not going to sell this candy dish on Facebook. It's not really worth the gas to go meet somebody somewhere. And I'm not shipping it. I'm not not dealing with all that. So I have a yard sale. I guess it's the lesser evil. I don't know. But we are now officially ready. We're ready to have the next one. It will be large and in charge. And you'll think it's a going out of business sale. But it is just outgrown clothes, kitchen items. We were, must have been crazy when we bought and thought we'd actually use and didn't. Time flies so fast and you accumulate so much. Find something like really old that you're like, oh, wow, this was this was six years ago and six years ago and I I kept this. What else have I kept that is utter garbage? And before you know it, you are cleaning out stuff just because you're angry with yourself for keeping junk. Some people are hoarders. People probably think we're hoarders because because of our large garage sales, but We're literally just hoarding it long enough to sell it. We're not just living with it, like walking through it every day. Time goes by pretty fast, but it doesn't always seem that long. It's tricky. It's a tricky situation. You know what else is tricky is the mental load. And that term is getting more and more popular, and I'm glad because it is so real. And mostly, you know, moms are the bearers of the mental load. So y'all know what I'm talking about, but it is so heavy just doing you're doing all the thinking and the doing and the planning for everyone in your house. The dogs, the kids, the husband, the events coming up, the holidays coming up, the repairs or the whatever that need to be made, the gifts that need to go. I mean, we're doing it all. The bit, We're keeping up on all of it. And that is a load and a half. I get on here and I act silly because it's a release for me. Like that mental load gets so heavy sometimes and I I get to a point where I'm just, I'm stressed. I don't know how I'm going to get it all done. It keeps me from being present in the moment sometimes and I get on here and I act silly and you know what? It's a release. I encourage everybody to find a release or find some bit of joy that is not related to productivity, whatever that is for you, whatever fits in your budget to do or your time bank. Cause I know some moms, I mean, it's hard to get five minutes by yourself, but if there's one thing, if they're, you know, listening to a song all the way through without an interruption or watching a show or going out with your girlfriends or painting or whatever it is, I really encourage every person, not just moms suffering with the mental load, but every person really needs that. I truly hope that somewhere in my venting and silly little production I have here, I hope that's bringing some levity to someone somewhere at some point. Oh, that was like Michael, Michael Scott. Don't, for any reason, for anyone, at any time, do anything ever that could be or might be a problem (laughs) you know if you know you know whatever ah you know I do not actually watch that much tv I I literally don't but I realize that I have a lot to say about tv like I actually do consume a lot of it and I don't even realize how much it is but I say that to say Amazing Race is back. We're four episodes into that. And it's so, it's, 
I'm loving it because uh, they just had to do this challenge where they had to balance a bottle on their head or walk across a tightrope. Like they'd have people playing instruments around where they're doing these activities. And the the guys on the trombone would go. And I'm like, I love that sound. That's the soundtrack of my life. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Bachelorette did her final farewell. You know, I got to say, I don't know who the new Bachelorette, like I didn't see the new Bachelorette season where she was or what she's like, aside from the three minutes she was on last night's episode. But I think I like her a lot. And I think she's going to be great. And I think these guys are better off without Claire. Not that you asked, but uh, I am almost 40 and getting set in my ways. So the people around me have to just go, well... She said in her ways. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Ooh, hope that's not COVID with that cough. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. You know who's not counting my analytics, so I know that the numbers are rock solid. U.S. pollsters. Anyway... Anybody have neighbors they don't care for? Or like there's an ongoing feud with your neighbors or because we got a couple. One of them ran over our mailbox this week. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I saw it happen. There's no, there was no denying that. But I didn't have my phone with me and I was really ticked off. (sighs) I'm a big documenter. I guess I should just be glad like nobody was hurt and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't, I didn't like the way it was handled. They didn't, they didn't give me like a heartfelt apology. It was like a, oh, sorry. Well, what am I supposed to do with that? <sighs> She's like, oh, I didn't see it. Like, really? Because you saw my driveway. You don't think there's a mailbox around there somewhere? Okay. Well, oh, and so we're at dinner and now they've put these plastic wall barrier. They look like they're made out of saran wrap and straws basically around the top of the booths it is a strange little look but I don't know I oh I don't know and I see no end in sight I see no end in sight for the masks and all this social distancing I mean we're in the midst of a huge uptick of these cases and you need to get out of here COVID you're not welcome So I wonder what country will pop up next on my analytics. Like, are you listening to me in Venezuela? Are you listening to me in... I hope they're listening to me in Sweden or the UK. That'd be interesting. Sweden, Switzerland, Netherlands. That'd be kind of neat. What if like my goal isn't, oh, a thousand downloads an episode, but it's like, Just over the course of however long it takes, get one person from every country to hear your podcast. Ooh, that would be cool. Alrighty, so that is going to do it for this episode six of season two of This Wedded Mess, The International Sensation. Oh yeah, that's right. Mic drop. (laughs) If you love it as much as the Aussies do, leave a review. Five stars would be preferable. Kind words would be loved and appreciated. Join us also on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the mess. 
Share what you got. Let's get social. Let's get social. And I promise not to sing. Okay. Thanks for listening. And uh, remember, if your life wasn't a mess, you'd probably be dead. See you next week. <laughs>